It's the Muppets Minute Show with your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the Muppets Take Manhattan, Minute 76. Minute 76 begins with some stage door chaos and ends with the show must go on. Another pretty perfectly ended minute. It's it's so weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think so too. Well, we we talked a little bit about this scene at the at the end of last week, but there's not a whole lot going on. But one thing I did want to point out that I thought was really cool are these props going by mm-hmm. that that we do see later in the show. Uh, in oh the right, musical. yeah. Like this little, it's like the sign that says, I think it says broad. It says like Broadway, and I, I can't read what the other one says. Looks like they both say Broadway. Maybe they all say Broadway. It's like just different signs pointing at Broadway, but they look cool. They look kind of cartoony and like stylized and uh there's definitely a lot of stuff going on this show is getting made and it's cool i this entire montage is really cool yeah, i think I, it is a really good one i think they both say broad because i think he's carrying two different two street signs right. obviously two yeah. signs yeah. yeah uh yeah i mean just the, the, some different stage direction chaos going on there i i like in the next little scene with the um electric mayhem i, I love the scene of animal popping out of the manhole yeah, well, real quick, I, one more shout out to this previous scene before we oh, get out of it. Yeah. it I did no, I did notice that um, Jenny is carrying costumes, which I didn't see last time. It looks like Ronnie's kind of telling her, like, yeah, take the costumes over there. Like he's pointing out and she's got like her arms full of clothes. So it's just a nice another little detail that, you know, Jenny's there actually like being part of the part of the show, which is cool. Yeah, so, they're trying and, to get things done without yeah. COVID. Yeah. Animal in the manhole. OK, so do you think this has been pulled up by strings? It has to be right. Oh, no, I think it's a, I bet you it's an underneath set. I think it's a raised set. I, I don't, I, I'm thinking. I just meant the lid. I just meant like the, the lid, the. No, I bet you, lid. well, no, I bet you the lid isn't heavy. It looks heavy. Well, of course it looks <laughs> heavy. They're good at making props. I don't know. The weight is just pretty convincing. I don't know. I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but. It's a nice, like I said, we've been very animal light, so it's yeah. just nice to have a cool, a cool like monster type shot almost of animal yeah. coming out of the sewer. <laughs> yeah, the, the horror movie shot right here. We, mm-hmm, we can include mm-hmm. this in the cut. Um, someone's got to cut that together for us. Oh, we really do, and I hope we've kind of marked down all these things because I don't think we nope, have. <laughs> have not. We'll have to figure it out. Uh, so. I, no, I think I think it's a total prop, and I think he, I think yeah, I think it's just made to look like that. Because I think this is a race. This is a fi- this is a set. I don't think this yeah. is a street in New York. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's a set too. I just was trying to figure out how he's holding that, but I guess his arms are just attached to it. They just look so flimsy. I don't know. I don't know. No, I, th- pro- I, I, I think probably they, overthinking. It. They did their job. If you think that. Yeah, exactly. Because it's 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 convincing it's mm-hmm. like looks like he's got the weight anyway i don't know what he's doing down in the sewer but now that i think about it that's probably a good place to look for frogs uh wow uh maybe yeah he's the smartest one yeah i mean who knew right anyway so we're in back at sardis right or is it sardis i don't think it's sardis there's no uh characters right, on the wall we don't see the characters but it looks like the same kind of place it really, it really does. does it could if if they didn't actually film in sardis but they did right we figured that out yeah um then i was would say this could easily be like a repurposed 
set, but it does look like you're right, like a different restaurant and they put like a big mirror up. I like it though. It's kind of a cool I, look. It is. And I love how intentionally boring they make it. Everything's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. All the business people too are just kind of eating and staring. Yeah. Did you notice that? Nobody is having a good time. No. Like there's literally a guy in the back just staring. Like <laughs> it's so boring. Uh, and yeah, another, I do see like one woman back there. Mm-hmm. No, two women. There's two yeah. women sitting together. Yep. Um, a little bit of representation, but you know, could be better. Uh, but I, but I enjoy it. And I think it's really funny how the, all the, all the frogs are, uh, having dessert and coffee. That's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a nice detail. Like they're not eating lunch. Like they, they not only all went out to this nice place for lunch, but they are totally like staying for dessert and coffee, yeah. which is some, you know, nobody really does that at lunch, right? Let alone a work lunch. I don't know. You're right. Not really. Unless the tab's being picked up by the office because, right. You know, they just closed this big account. They're celebrating. They're they're writing it off. You're right. Maybe they are celebrating. But if they were celebrating, I would think they would have like a bottle of champagne or something. But I can. Not these guys. Not these guys. They're a little bit too, too, not, not champagne kind of frogs, I guess. Yeah. Uh, But that's true. I mean, we have seen, we did see in the past minute that the, uh, the profits, according to that very, very um, awesome graph, (laughs) are going way up so yeah they're out i guess they're out uh, celebrating i'll take it and I'm then a- i i love the detail of the manhattan melodies app too on the uh newspaper well think of how big the marketing budget must be for manhattan melodies for them to get an ad in the, in the new york paper not just an ad but that full page back yeah. page ad that has to be pricey yeah that's a really good point well you know ron uh, i should say ronnie's dad what bernard crawford really went all out for his son you know? Oh, you're right. The Crawford family, they have money. Spared no expense. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I think he was like, if this is going to go down, it's going to go down big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I could imagine they, they brought out some like those taxi cab signs and probably something big in Times Square. They Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised we didn't have like a Times Square ad or did yeah. we? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. That would have been a cool little addition, although, you know, they can only do so much. But um, anyway, are there any cameos in this scene? Because I, I wasn't able to find out. Nothing that is uh, pointed out by any website. If, if Muppet, Muppet Wiki doesn't talk about it, it probably doesn't exist. Yeah, that's a good that's a good uh, metric to go by. Um, so this next scene, I know you're going to know the answer to this question. It, that, it, who's the mayor? Ed Koch. Okay, I was going to say Zit Koch. I don't even know. I'm not very familiar, but I was like, that's got to be the real mayor. And he was the mayor at the time? Yes, from uh, okay. 1978 to 1989, Ed Koch was the 105th mayor of New York City. Is he the, uh, I'm going to say probably not, but is he the first politician to have a cameo on the Muppets? Oh, I doubt it. Ooh, where else? I'm sure they've I mean, come on the show, right? But yeah. maybe in a movie. Let's say maybe oh, in a movie. Oh, well, he's the first one we've run into so far. Right? Uh, okay. But I, I could am- remember if- I could imagine on Sesame Street. I, I have really? to feel like... like Why no? would you expose children to politicians? I have <laughs> to feel like Jimmy Jimmy Carter feels like he was on the Muppets. How wasn't Jimmy... Maybe. Or, or yeah, the... Uh, or- or Sesame Street, at least. Or even, like, Reagan. Let's see. Yeah, I can, see, I can totally see Reagan. I'm looking it up. Let's see. Jimmy Carter. I, 
I even think Clinton would have gone on. Um, oh, totally. The he Muppet. was definitely. He played sax with the Muppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, that was obviously uh, much later than this, or oh somewhat God. later than this. But oh um, wow, uh, the Muppets. No. Wow. How is no that way. possible? I, th- th- there's no record of Jimmy Carter mingling with the Muppets. Like, that blows that does, my mind. That does sound like that would be a thing that would have happened. So, right? yeah. All right, mm-hmm. I'm looking up Reagan. Because Reagan was an actor, don't forget. So Yeah, oh, I didn't forget. This, so, I thought this cameo, I know you're looking something up, but I'll talk about this cameo. I thought this was a pretty good cameo. It's like, it's nice and sort of benign. Like no, there's no shade being thrown at either side. It's just kind of a, a friendly political gag. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, totally. Can... I, I appreciated it for that reason. All right, here we go. Um, the uh, stock footage of Reagan from his movie days appeared in Muppet Babies. Oh, God. President Reagan re- referenced Sesame Street in a 1985 speech. He he tended to do that. Um, let's see, uh, Jim Henson Hour, they mentioned President Reagan, uh, in Muppets Tonight, episode 103, Ronald Reagan played by an uncredited impersonator, that doesn't count, no, wow. Okay, so I wasn't completely off base, this is a unique scenario, okay. Uh, and I know he's not a president, but he's still a politician, and it's it's an interesting, uh, unusual cameo. And I was just bringing that to the attention yeah. of the listeners. Uh, Ed Koch, okay, got it. Uh, I thought that the balancing the budget was uh, a kind of cute little joke. Are you still doing research? I, well, sorry, I am. Clinton and uh, Hillary and Bill celebrated with Kermit at the inaugural celebration. Okay. Um, so there you go. President Obama and Michelle Obama mingled with Muppets in various That's, ways. It sounds more more like likely later, like more recent. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's the kind of thing now with like social media and everything that could happen a lot more easily. So it doesn't surprise me that like Obama and, and Hillary and Bill did it. You know. So, so there you go. Sorry, I just got, I was just very intrigued by that. I had. A, had to look into that. Yeah. Um, so, um, Ed Koch, though, Ed Koch had a few run-ins with the Muppets. All right? Mm, and this okay. wasn't the first. In 1981, Koch appeared at a New York City Kids Neighborhood Art Contest ceremony with Big Bird. In the winter 1983 issue of Muppet Magazine, Ed Koch appeared alongside Gonzo as the winner of the Great Muppet uh, the the great Muppet lookalike contest. Hmm. So they thought he looked like a Muppet. Okay. <laughs> um. The uh, uh, let's see. In nineteen eighty three, he appeared at an event with the Muppets in New York City Central Park. Um, photos of which are featured in the book New York Comes Back: The Morality of Edward Koch. So, he there you go. Okay, that would have been around this time then. Well, it was actually a couple of weeks after he filmed this scene. Okay, yeah. Yeah. that's interesting. I like that. Um, uh, so here's the deal: Ed Koch was known for some like witty one-liners. That was his thing. That was his shtick. So 
this is uh this is kind of giving him that uh, this is like on brand moment. It is, it is. <laughs> and also he was huge into the movies. He had eighty roles in various kinds of roles in movies and TV shows and cameos and things like that. Wow. Yeah, I did not know that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he also, after his tenure as mayor, he hosted a TV show called Mayor at the Movies, where he gave weekly movie reviews. You know, it sounds like that's something that he really loves, that he just enjoys doing that, which right. is, it, that kind of tickles me, you know? Right. So that was I a like thing. It. So they knew he, you know, he was into this. He was on Spin City, Sex in the City, Saturday Night Live, a lot of New York type you know shows that revolved around new york so that was his thing apparently he was regarded as a pretty good mayor as well yeah i don't remember anything um you know egregiously controversial about him um but yeah that's a it's nice like i said it's a nice benign political cameo so i appreciate it so i also have another thing that might bore you to death but i thought i'd look this up because there wasn't much going on this minute and so Ed Koch mentions the joke that you reference here about balancing the budget. It's a funny joke. And I love how Gonzo's eyes kind of like open up like that. He's like, what? Do I have to balance right. the budget? Um, yeah. Well, apparently, according to because this doesn't happen everywhere. I, I don't even think we have a net. Na- we definitely don't have a national amendment about this. But New York's budget process uh, is is set up where it has to be um, balanced. So the the, uh, the the governor is actually the one responsible um, for what for submitting the budget. It has to be balanced or what? <laughs> oh, well, or else they can't ratify it. The budget. Oh, I thought you just made it just it. I, I, I didn't hear the second part of it. You just has to be balanced. I was like, oh, OK, got it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. So I'm sorry. I said governor. I meant mayor. So he you know, and so. They, he has to propose a plan that's balanced and then how he's going to keep it balanced. And so the funds have to be available to pay for whatever. Got it. You mean in order to even like propose a thing, it has to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. You know what? That actually seems very rational and reasonable. And I don't know why everybody doesn't uh, follow that logic. Very so, hey. reasonable. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I so. mean, hey, maybe you should be able to afford something before you do it. What's wrong go. with that? Right. I it's mean, crazy. it seems. Crazy. It seems nuts. I mean, we are Americans, so it, that is nuts thinking. But, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? Um, uh, anyway. Before we move on from the mayor scene. Sorry, I have a uh-huh. few things on this one. That, oh, okay. The dude in yellow, um, he has, he, I love, uh, first of all, I love how many cameras he has. Which he does. It's normally like a sports thing. You don't really see, like, multiple cameras coming to, like, a, a press conference like this. Right. Not to mention, it's not like they have, like, one has a big telephoto lens. They're all basically the same. Right. It's not like he's got a variety of different types of fo- photos he's going to be taking. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. and and thirdly, the brown camera strap, I believe my dad had that one. Like, it looks identical to the one my dad had. It's very 70s. And, yeah. Uh, I, well, I, the guy in the pink shirt has a matching strap, not the the one you're talking about, but the other one. You're right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, oh, clearly, clearly these are popular straps. That was so. in vogue right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also really want to know what these photographers are clamoring for, because I get that this is like a joke and it, they're supposed to, it's supposed to be comical, but they are in his 
face oh, about totally. something. Like they are literally in his face. I'm just like, give the man some space. Yeah, maybe the did ba- he mur- did he murder someone? Is he being accused of something? Because otherwise, get out of his face. No, I think he just tried to submit an unbalanced budget. God, they're really interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pretty funny. Anyway, Gonzo's face is pretty funny. He's the only person in the crowd who does not get it, doesn't right. get the joke. Um, but yeah, it's funny. I do like the idea that it's him going up to ask it because because it's like he's not being a reporter. But it's a nice little, like, maybe subconscious callback to him as a reporter, as a photographer in Muppet Caper. Oh, yeah, uh, true. So I just, I didn't really think that was intentional, but I just thought it was nice that he was the one chosen in this kind of photography paparazzi type uh, scene. So I also love how Ed Koch is like, move aside, move aside. I'm going to let the weirdo over there ask me a question. He doesn't yeah, look yeah. suspicious at all. But like, wouldn't you like <laughs> if, if you had if you had a choice, like, wouldn't he be the one you wanted to answer his question? <laughs> Plus, I mean, his question, he was he had the best question, I'm sure. You know, I'm looking for a frog. You can sing and dance. Well, you know, you know, it's funny. In reality, he actually set up that question. What That's what the other reporters don't know, because he, he like planned this witty one liner like ages ago. It was like, all right, tell, tell this weirdo to come up, interrupt my press conference. And ask yeah. me this question. I got a great response. And they have a great story now. <laughs> They're going to eat it up. And it works. He's very smart. He's very wise. Oh, uh, do you have anything else about the uh, mayor sequence here? You know, I think I'm, I think I played the Ed Koch sequence to death. And you got him. You got it. He, we're done with Ed Koch. Except All right. I will say that television camera or video recorder. I don't know. It looks very cheap. It does. It looks almost like it's made out of cardboard. It doesn't. I don't think it right? works. I think it's probably fake and it's like it's like a fake camera with something over it to make it look bigger, you know, I think so. Yeah, I and I would never have noticed that in any other. So it's it's just nice movie magic. But it's yeah, it's definitely not. (laughs) It's definitely not. I mean, the funny thing is, is that could very well be a real camera and we're making fun of it. Right. (laughs) It's just funny, though. It does look terrible. Uh, all right. So they're looking around in the street a little bit more. They're they're literally just yelling out his name in the hopes that he will hear them. And New York's a pretty big city. So, I mean, they're desperate at this point. I feel like I get the feeling that we're supposed to think they're desperate. Yeah. Uh, that's coming across. So we're back in the booth, back at the diner, and everyone is very dejected. Everyone's very sad. And they're all like squeezed in this tiny little booth. Um, which is nice. I like the fact that they changed locations. I mean, obviously they have to for the scene that we're about to get, but it, it could very well have just been in the kitchen or they could have, you know, they could be at the theater, but they know, no, they're going to squeeze like 20 Muppets into one booth because by God, we can do that. Yeah. So, and, it's a great little thing. It's a great little setup. Here. And it's funny, like behind the scenes, like I always think about like what these actors are going through because there's like how many, like a dozen men and women below them sticking their hands up, like like under yeah. this table, yeah. and and they have to sit there. And I'm sure it's not, you know, you have all the movie set lights and everything. I'm sure it's not the most comfortable of situations necessarily. Yeah. And just yep. just think of the picture of all these these grown men and women crouched down under this table, like sticking their hands up. This is just one of those things where I know we say this all the time, but I really wish that they had taken more behind the scenes photos of them making this movie because I would just love to see all of this. It would have been so cool to see. So there is a um, 
a making of Muppets Take Manhattan little featurette. I think we're going to try to watch that and talk about it during the credits. So we'll okay, see. Okay, good, because I haven't seen that and I need to. Yeah, we'll see what kind of um, behind the scenes stuff is, is showcased in there. Cool. If any. I really don't. I'm, I'm actually not too sure. I'm kind of leaving it and uh, we're going to watch it later on. Yeah. Okay, well that sounds good. I'll be excited to check that out. Um, at the end of this minute, we just have Fozzie... Um, saying everyone's kind of wait who suggests giving up ronnie, ronnie which is ridiculous yeah he's the one that should be like i mean he literally just met kermit like i don't understand why he's not he's not more like guys come on we can just get another frog like he should be the one who's like trying to push this thing forward yeah. whereas everyone else should be the ones that are like no no we believe in kermit he's the heart and soul of the show like ronnie just met him you know what i mean so it is a little strange that he's the one to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess it just goes, it's just a testament to how much of an effect Kermit himself had on Ronnie. Right. So, I mean, I can, I can buy it that way, but okay. it's just a little strange. Well, it, you know, it is strange to me because there's so much pressure on Ronnie because this is his make it or break it. Like his dad is giving him his chance here. So, yeah. You would think he'd want to push ahead because his dad obviously has spent a big budget on this so far. It's it's opening night tonight, and yeah. they have to get it done. I mean, if he cancels, he's never getting another shot from his dad. Right, right. I mean, what what would I mean if you were Ronnie, you would have to find a replacement at yeah. least to to play Kermit in the show, and everyone else already knows it. Like they all know the show, right? So it's not like they couldn't do it without Kermit. But I, I mean, I do understand the, uh, the sentimental reasons that they, they don't want to do it without Kermit, but yeah, it does seem a little silly to be considering canceling when 90% of your cast is there, (laughs) you know? And Ronnie would get a lot of blame about this for not having an understudy ready to go. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, where, where's the understudy? I mean, come on, this is like, this is, this should be like, prepping for a play or a musical 101 right. you know it is kind of silly that there seems to be no other option um but yeah i know they they had a very brief m- window of time to prepare and so this is probably a, a special circumstance but it does seem a little odd and i get it i get i get for a story purpose that we're supposed to be thinking all is lost this is our all is lost moment mm-hmm. guys in the movie um, so I, I get that, but it is one of those things that when you sit down and, you, and it, it kind of falls apart plot wise, just a little, luckily well, it doesn't last very long. So. No. And, and as far as brevity for, for the script and for a plot line, I get why they're doing this, but you brought up a interesting point. What if they did play up the angle of Ronnie, but you, you know, maybe, maybe we don't even like Ronnie as a, as an audience. Maybe Ronnie's a little bit of a jerk pushing everybody along and everybody's like, you know, the Muppets are making a big deal about, you know, Kermit, but Ronnie's trying to push things along and everything's, everything's okay. We got to go forward. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That would feel like almost like a different dynamic. I would, I would have enjoyed that, but I mean, they want to keep Ronnie as likable as possible. So. He's he's essentially one of us now. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what they're trying to get across. So I, I'll, uh, I'll I'll allow it. It'd you know, be, it'd be interesting in like early drafts of the script or rewrites or whatever if they 
played Ronnie a different way, and if they maybe leaned into a Ronnie Jenny uh, romance at all. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like we said, we've been noticing little things here and there that are definitely enough uh, to have to be a little seed that could grow into something. So, Hmm. yeah, we'll have to see. I'm going to keep an eye on this, though, for the rest of the movie. So not too much left. No, no. Is that all you've got for minute 76, Nick? That's it. Well, join us back here again tomorrow for minute 77. We're getting close to the end here. Uh, We will be back with you uh, for minute 77 of Muppets Minute. (laughs) 